like a perfect night to dress up like hipsters and make fun of our exes. Uh uh, uh uh. It feels like a perfect night for breakfast at midnight to fall in love with strangers. Uh uh, uh uh. Yeah, we're happy, free, confused, and lonely at the same time. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Sunday Punch Podcast. Just me tonight, not doing any video, um, just staying in, you know, as a 32-year-old man. You know, it's like it's like that Taylor Swift song, you know, where she's like, I'm feeling 22, everything can feel alright when I'm sitting next to you. Except for me, it's, I'm feeling 32. Where's the 32 song? Actually, you know, like, where's the song? It's like, I'm feeling 32. I don't even want to go out. Sex is disappointing. No rhymes. You know, when you're 32, you're just too lazy to rhyme. So I'm feeling 32. I don't want to go out tonight. Because the sex with you's not right. And it's kind of boring. I haven't had exciting sex since I was 22. <laughs> oh man, this is this is getting dark and depressing immediately. All right, so I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I haven't done a solo episode in a really long time. Um, but I, you know what? Let's let's keep hey, let's keep on theme here, Adam. Uh, NBA has been going wild. So, I, I haven't really done any research on it. But, you know, all these, uh, all these reporters, there's this Shams guy and this Woj guy, and, uh, they've been, they've been just going at it, you know? They've been, uh, tweeting out all the breaking news. And, uh, what, you know, what's with those guys? Seriously. Like, those guys remind me of, like, when you're, like, uh, in school. There's always, like, the person is, like, raising their hand immediately. I know. They're raising their hand immediately. I know the answer. No, I know. No, I know the answer. They're calling me. Calling me. I know the answer. It's like, shut up, you fucking nerd. I'm drinking a very good wine tonight. I haven't done a, I haven't done a back, back of the wine bottle, uh, read in a long time. We're going back to the best hits of the Sunday Bunch podcast here. You know, this is this is going to be a, a best hits episode. So, if you're looking for any structure whatsoever, forget about it. I'm drinking a um, a wine here that's called Anti Repeat Saint Supery. Oh man, just just outside of Pride Month, it's called Saint. I'm, I've, you know, there's a little accent mark over the E in supery, but I'm going to, I'm going to say it in that accent. St. Supery, Napa Valley, Cabernet, 28, it's delicious, by the way. Um, it's a 2018 blend. It's a 2018 blend. Let's read the back of this. Should I read it in my, in my normal, uh, 
harvested from our sustained farmed or should I should I read it in the in the in the um in the gay voice that I was just doing I, you know the uh hmm what's more offensive yeah let's do the I'm I don't want to get in trouble I'm going to do I'm going to do the old no country for old men voice and this is Saint Subri Harvested from our sustainable farm, Napa Valley Estate Vineyards, the fruit is sorted by cluster, then by berry, to ensure only the finest fruits are chosen. The warm and consistent temperatures of the 2018 growing season contributed to even ripening, resulting in wines of opulence and density, aged for 20 months in a French oak barrel. This is a well-balanced and structured wine with flavors of blackberry, Black bomb and espresso. <laughs> I don't know why he cries at the end of the description, but damn, this is good. And it's green. It's Napa green, whatever that means. Um, you know, it was a sustainable product. That's what it means, Adam. Come on, Napa green. Um, we used no machinery when we uh, were harvesting this. Only hands. Only the softest of hands could pick these grapes and, uh, and then they were cradled in their hands by 22 year olds. I'm feeling 22. It all comes back. You know, I try and, I try and work it all back to, uh, I try, I try and, uh, I try and, you know, I try and lace these, uh, these shoes. I try, I try and, uh, tie the knot, if you will. But yeah, back to, uh, <laughs> back to the NBA. Um, well, by the way, I, I'm not going to give up on the, on the Woj, uh, the, the reporters who, whose entire job is to be, I'm first. It's the person in, in the Sunday punch comments. I'm first. First at what? Reporting a headline that would have come out anyways. Five minutes later. Who cares? I, these, you put both of these guys in a classroom, how annoying. They're, they're front row, they're raising their hands immediately. I know the answer. I've got the inside scoop. No one cares. And then, and then it's like, well, I kind of want like, uh, a little bit of surprise, a little bit of intrigue. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I, I like to, uh, I like to be, I like my fancy tickled. I don't want to know everything the second it comes out. The, these are the guys that tell you the end of the book, you know? They're like, oh, you know, I, I'm reading, um, uh, I'm reading, uh, The Tiger, which I actually am reading. Great book about a, um, a, a man hunting tiger in Siberia that's killing for pleasure. But Woj would be like, uh, if the tiger dies at the end. First, I first in the YouTube comment. Tiger dies at the end. Thanks, bud. I, I could have gotten there organically, but thank you for the information. You're first. Congratulations. You go to the movies with with one of these uh, NBA breaking news guys, Shams or Woj. Um, and, and even if they don't know the, the end, they'll probably like tell you they're, you know those people? They're like, bitchy, he's the killer. It's like, oh, I guess. Can we 
watch it? Why do you have to be the Sherlock Holmes of the theater? I once dated a girl like that. She, every movie, she'd whisper, Mmm, bet she he did it. Shut up! Hmm. Bet you they get together. Yes, I know how movie structure works. I know about arc. I know about plot twists. I'm creating my own thing in my mind. We're in a movie. I took you here so you wouldn't talk. Your personality is not the most stellar part about you. Ever think of that? Where am I going with this? I just did like 19 comedy bits about Adrian Woj and Shams. And uh, and I'm only on my first glass of wine. I mean, you know what? I'm going to down this. Let's Let's get this podcast going. I'm already enjoying myself. I hope everyone else is too. Uh, only only I down $50 bottle of wine, by the way. You're supposed to enjoy it, you know. I I just enjoyed the the end result. I like the berry. Well, you know what? I like the espresso. And I like the the blackberry and the black plum. But you know what I like more? The drunkenness at the end. All right, but there was Breaking news, uh, because KD, Kevin Durant, young Kev, Lil Kev, uh, always sunny reference, um, he, uh, he wants out of Brooklyn, and so does Kyrie Irving, well, big shocker, whoop-de-doo on that one, uh, Kevin Durant has four years less left on his deal, if I was... If I was the the Nets, I I would make him stay out of spite. And I know that's not how the the NBA works now. You got to be nice to the players so that one day in the future, if someone calls up KD and they're like, should we go to the Nets? He's like, yeah, they let me out of my commitment of four years. And uh, I gave them a wish list and then they accommodated me. How about this? You signed a four-year contract. I don't want the Nets to be in shambles. I'm the uh, GM. You're staying here for four years. I'm. You're going down with the Titanic, bud. That's what I would tell him. I'd be like, get used to those violinists because uh, you're going to be watching them while the water is hitting your kneecap. Your, your kneecap that's 19 feet above the water because you're a freakish alien. That's a compliment, by the way, to KG. I wish I was a freakish alien. <sighs> and then Kyrie. I, I, I hate him. <laughs> That's my hot take. Hot take on the SPP. I hate Kyrie Irving. He's the guy... Who, um, you know, it, it's not, it's one thing to, I support education. Let me just get that out there, okay, on this SPP, on this Sunday Punch. I support education. But, you know what I don't support is the guy that, like, reads the book. It's like if I'm reading this Tiger book and I finish and I'm like, oh, I cannot wait. Oh, man, to go to this dinner party and... 
I, now that I know one thing about tigers in Siberia, I know now, I now know everything about everything. It's like, stay humble in your education, okay? It, you what you, you watched one YouTube video about philosophy and suddenly this guy, we're all the dumb people. If you, if you listen to any Kyrie Irving interview, we're all the dummies in the background. Everyone bow down to, to, uh, to Plato in an NBA uniform. This guy's got life figured out. You know, life has never been figured out. And there's, there's 4,000 theories on the meaning of life. But let's listen to Kyrie Irving. He went to a couple Duke classes in his freshman year, went immediately to the NBA. Uh, oh, by the way, I thought the earth was fat, flat. I thought the earth was fat. Now, that would be a different, that would be a kind, that would be a cool conspiracy theory that I could get aboard with. You know? You think the earth is flat? No, 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 no. I think the earth is fat. I think the earth needs to slim down. Okay, enough with the dad jokes. Let's get back to Kyrie Irving. He, um, he's smarter than me. I, let's just put it this way. Kyrie Irving is smarter than me. You see that humble, that humble attitude, Kyrie? He's listening. Take that to the bank. Cash it. It's yours. Put it into Ether. Ether's at $1,000 now. Um, my apologies, by the way, for the cryptocurrency, uh, advice that I gave. This is, this is when I was still doing the, sh the show with Sean, um, who, who I haven't talked to in a year. So I hope Sean, you know what? Here's a little spiteful part of me. I hope Sean put all of his money into Ether and now has nothing. Moving on. That's all I have to say on that matter. Kyrie Irving Opts into his deal, which gives him more leverage, actually, to get to the... If he wants to go to the Lakers. If you're LeBron James, you know, and I would love it if he had to deal with this headache forever. Well, at least for the next couple of years. Um, of Kyrie Irving. Deciding when to play basketball when he wants. LeBron's committed every single year of his life to it. And then Kyrie comes in, and then it's a headache for him. But you got to think if LeBron is sitting there, do you really want, like, are you really pushing the Lakers brass to, uh... Yeah, bring in that guy. Hey, you know what? <laughs> hey, you know what I want? I want that guy who burns sage on the side of the court, uh, and, and, uh, and has a walking stick, and, uh, and has a third eye, uh, graphic as his Twitter profile, and believes in in ancient rituals and um, and and that the COVID vaccine is is going to uh, track you or something. I bring him in. Bring, hey, while you're at it, can you sign Alex Jones to to be the forward? I want Alex Jones as the center and Kyrie Irving as my point guard. Trade AD for Alex Jones, and then I want Kyrie to come in, and uh, you know we'll all wear tinfoil hats. And uh, we'll make it to the championship. No brainer. No brainer. I've only been in the league 20 years and have played with this cancer. Uh, but yeah, no brainer. Bring him in. 
That being said, uh, you know, the drama of the NBA is just unbeatable. Unbeatable. You can't beat this drama. You really can't. Let's do some live reactions here. I'm going to Twitter. Um, I'm going to Twitter, everyone. DeRozan is trending. My boy. Oh, breaking news. Zach Levine signed the Supermax today, by the way. Which, you know, people were saying, uh, commenting. I, I posted it. I support the Chicago Bulls on the Sunday Punch Instagram. And people, I won't mention names, but I'll keep receipts. Uh, they were saying way overpaid for Zach Levine. Well, what do you want the Bulls to do? Nothing? Lose Zach Levine? Like, what, like what, what was the option here? And talk about, you know, going back to NBA players in the future and saying, hey, Chicago Bulls treat you good? You know, you got to make this move. You got to treat someone that's been with the franchise now, I don't know how long, five years? Uh, you got to treat someone who's been working for you for, for five years with respect. You just have to. Let's tie this together. Can the Bulls get KD? I don't know. Let me type in a KD trade package. KD trade. Okay, Chicago, because I'm a caveman, and I can't put together a sentence. So let's just type that in. Okay, let me see a a trade package that I like uh, based off of a random teenager off Twitter. All right, here we go. Kobe White, Vucevic, Derek Jones, Patrick Williams... Plus a bunch of picks for the Chicago Bulls to trade for KD. Well, I'd do that. Sure. Go ahead. Pull the trigger. I don't know if it's viable or not. That's uh, Gabriel Valentine. He tweeted that. He's got six followers. So, I mean, gospel. Word is gospel. Um, Nickelodeon. Ooh, here we go. They have contacted the Nets to discuss a a KD trade. Um, Well, I don't know. That might be fake news. Who'd have thunk? Twitter has fake news. All right, here's a guy. He's got one of them. He's got one of them blue check marks next to his name. That means he's a trustworthy fella. That's what I heard. Elon. I wonder what Elon Musk is going to do with Twitter. I wonder if, like, um, he's going to give himself, like, a platinum check mark, you know? I mean, if you own the company, I would make up stupid rules like that. I'd be like, all right, from here on out, everyone gets badges. This is like uh, Farmville back in uh, 2000. That oh, wasn't that long ago, Adam. Farmville was, uh, Farmville was when? 2010? No one cares. All right. Blue checkmark, fella. Only way the Bulls would be in the running to acquire Durant is if KD demands a trade to Chicago. They don't have the right assets. Plus, most likely cooler heads will prevail, and uh, the Nets will keep KD. Yeah, I think I, 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 again, back to my uh, first point, I would just be like, hey, KD, you signed a four-year deal. You're staying here. I don't care what you say. 
if I'm the GM of the Nets, what do I care? If if they both go, it's not like, well, the Nets could be pretty good. Uh-oh. Uh, you know, Ben Simmons. They could have whatever the trade package is. Um, Royce O'Neal, crazy signing. Uh, you know, you, you know, you got to stay up to date with this Woj and this um, other fella if you want to get the real signings, like Royce O'Neal on a two-year, $16 million deal or whatever it was. Dead air. I'm just going through Twitter right now. I, I like I like when someone tweets, you know, the Nets should trade KD to Chicago. And that's the end of the sentence. Genius. To offer, offer me nothing in in addition to that. Yeah, here I like this one. Trade Justin Fields for KD. Now that would be interesting. Just in New York in general, you know. Just like, here's Justin Fields. Uh, you can put him on the Giants or the Jets. That's your call, but we get KD. What else is going on? What do you got for me, Twitter? I know if Tom Bird's listening to this one, he loves this one. He loves when I go off the rails. All right. Brad Stevens. Why is he trending? I this might this might go on a Twitter rabbit hole and I'm not going to lie, this could get weird in a, in a couple minutes. Oh, Celtics trade for Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, here's what I wanted to talk about. Rudy Gobert. Okay, tie it all together, Adam. Make the shoelace tight. Um, Rudy Gobert got traded today to Minnesota. He was on Utah, for all of you that don't know. And um, my God, what a haul. I need to I need to find the uh, the exact trade. I don't I don't want to uh I don't want to lead you somewhere. Here we go. Timberwolves are sending Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Walker Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt. So that's one of you know, Kessler, first round pick, and multiple first round picks to the Jazz for Gobert. So what does KD get? <laughs> I mean, that's an insane amount of things for a guy who's basically been unplayable in the playoffs. Rudy Gobert I'm talking about. Yeah, what does KD then get in return? I'll give you my soul. My my soul, you know, you can choose whether I go to heaven or hell. That's what I that's the KD trade. You can you can have my my entire foot. How's that? Is that an equal here? I'll tr- I'll throw in a chopped leg. Man, Jazz are really tanking then. Donovan Mitchell's on the move. Calling it now. Calling it now. Speaking of uh Utah, I was watching a uh, good documentary. Damn, what's it called? It's got um It's all, it's about Mormons. It's on Netflix. It's called FL. Okay, for us, Latter-day Saints, for us, FLDS, for us, Latter-day Saints Church. 
But yeah, Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So now let's look Netflix doc. The uh, okay, it's called Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. Let me give you the old let me give you the 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 actual perfectly read summary of this. Um, maybe I should, uh, keep the wine voice for this. Nah, I'm just gonna read it normally. Um, okay, Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey is an American documentary, miniseries, by the way, I think four episodes, surrounding the polygamous fundamentalist church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, an offshoot of mainstream Mormonism and its current leader, Warren S. Jess. This is a fantastic documentary. I did not know about the old uh, Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Wow. Get the marketing team in. Could you have a longer name? (sighs) Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I don't don't really know what that means. (laughs) Okay, so basically, there's this ranch where all these people lived, and they were all are fundamentalist Mormons. <sighs> okay, wait a second. Let me let me give you the actual history so I'm not just riffing here. Um I think I need to just look up Here we go. You know what? It's linked in the article. Who to thunk? Fundamentalist Mormon denominations whose members practice polygamy. Those who don't know, that just means you can marry a lot of chicks. A lot of chicks, bro. Um, Its founding members were excommunicated from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints largely because of their refusal to abandon the practice of plural marriage. Huh. So that was the line in the sand for these folks. They're basically like, I gotta marry more than one chick. I got to. All right, so then they went their own merry way, and they form this community. And it's out. It was in uh, Short Short Creek, Utah, which is in the middle of nowhere. It's basically where you definitely want to start a cult. People born into the community, people growing up in this community— didn't know anything about outside life. And uh, you know what? The thing that went wrong in this one was, okay, the dad of Warren Jeffs, who becomes their quote-unquote prophet, their Jesus Christ, their second coming of God. His dad was also God, um, called the prophet as well. Well, here's the main thing. Main mistake, first and foremost, he said he could never die. I mean, he told everybody this. Maybe he believed it, you know? I could see get where if I had 60 wives, I could see my ego getting pretty big and being like, you know what? I can never die. And uh, that's, a, that's a problem for future Adam to figure out. Right now, why don't you all line up and give me a kiss goodnight? 
Um, which is what he did. <laughs> it was just part of the documentary. I'm not, that wasn't just like a funny little quip. He actually made all of his wives stand in a line before they went to bed and give him a kiss. My God, the mad rush for, the mad rush for, for, uh, position one in that line. I mean, at the end of the day, you still gotta kiss an 80s year old guy, right? But you might as well just get it out of the way first. You don't want to be the 60th, right? Like, oh, uh, huh. Looking at your, looking at your, uh, your wristwatch. I'm like, oh man, I gotta get to bed. But first, I gotta, I gotta kiss this 80 year old guy and this line is long. Hey, you got a fast pass for this line? Can I sign up for the, uh, the Latter day Saints? Fast pass? You know what the crazy thing is? And I don't want... You know, this is going to sound really weird. Um, and disgusting. And creepy. But I, I can't really... I can blame the original founder. You knew about life outside okay you you just wanted to have a little compound where you had 60 wives and they all lined up for you you knew about the outside world but his evil son who then takes over i can't you know if i was born into it's like being a nazi right like if you're born into being a nazi like a Hitler youth, can you really blame him for being like, yeah, well, this is life, and yes, yes, I, I do, uh, I do uh, not care for the Jewish people because you're born into it, right? So, man, I'm gonna get myself in trouble here. Uh, but if you're the son of this freak show, actually, by the way, the original freak show dad turns out to be like, in comparison, the good guy. But if you're the son. And you're born into this, like, don't you kind of think, like, uh, yeah, yeah, I deserve 70 wives. I mean, my dad had 70 wives, and I'm gonna go ahead and have some wives. Like, you're gonna be kind of fucked up, right? You're, you're not gonna have the, the basis to be like, dad, this is kind of weird. <laughs> Which is what my reaction would be. I'm not making any excuses for him. He's a complete weirdo. So then we go on. I'm not going to break down the whole series. What am I doing? I'm giving it all away. Let's just say the the son turns out to be a complete weirdo and um and like an a uh, control a micromanager control freak. And then of course it turns into a cult. He's like Mr. All-Powerful. He has 70 wives. He marries all of his dad's wives, which actually, when you think about it, that means he married all of his moms. I mean, I know they're all, like, they're all stepmoms, so they're, you know, it's not, like, like actually by blood moms, but, like, he was calling them mom when growing up, which, it, you know, that's kind of weird. But when the dad died, like, what's the guy supposed to do? He obviously has to be like, actually, now I'm God. Like, you can't just let the community die. So you get, you know, well, you could. That probably would have been better for everyone involved. But if you're the son, you're probably like, in in his mind, well, I can't just let the community die. So I'm God now. And, I, and that means 
that, you know, I'm God. So the previous God was married to all these women. If I am God now, then that means that I have to be married to all of his women. My mom's. You think you know? You think he? <laughs> think he ever made the mistake? Or like when getting intimate, or like being like, "Oh, mom. Oh, I mean, Susan." Okay, I'm giving up on the. I'm giving up on that angle. Yikes! Brutal. All right, I'm gonna have one more glass of wine here before I start, and then I'm gonna give it up. I'm gonna give up this whole this this podcast for the night. And uh, I'm going to watch like a movie or read a book because I'm Kyrie Irving and I'm smarter than you. Okay. What else have I been uh, doing here? Hmm. 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 I've been writing down uh, different thoughts, actually. Um, so here, here's a couple. What if, uh, you know what I thought would be really funny? What if just for a day, like as a practical joke, like TSA at the airport just made you take off one shoe? <laughs> They're like, actually, you know, like, and everyone would do it. Like, no one would question, you know. You know, I, I, I don't know if that joke has legs, pun intended. Um, but it'd be kind of funny. I would do it if I was a TSA. I'd be like, you know what? Uh, you only take off one shoe today. What? Yeah, yeah, we can actually, um, if you take off one shoe and put it through the machine, we can actually, uh, you know, duplicate and copy and, and actually, uh, triangulate and know what's in the other shoes. You don't, you only have to take off one shoe now. 99% of the people, I think, would just do it. They're just like, I just gotta get to Miami, dude. Yeah, here's, here's my, here's my Nike. Um... What's another funny thought I had? Um, hmm. Oh, here's another one. I was watching, um, or I saw it was on, uh, one of the lists for HBO or Netflix or something, but, um, Love Actually. And I just, I just thought that was a, uh, kind of like a, like, like the title was attacking me, you know? Um, and I, and what I mean by that, it was like, it's like if Kyrie Irving, uh, like retorted back to you because you're an idiot. Like, that's what that title is, you know? It's like, um, are you, oh, are you talking about, um, sex? And, uh, and the movie title was like, <laughs> love, actually, <laughs> fucking idiot. Uh, I just, I, w- I just wish it was like, uh, just called the love. That's it. Yeah, why? What's with the sarcastic tone afterwards? Is that's all I'm gonna say about that title? You know, it's it's like <laughs> we're talking about love. Actually, you <laughs> you obviously don't get it. You know, with other people not here, I don't know if any of this is funny. So, you know. Turn it off. Turn off the cast if you don't like it. How's that sound? Um, I'm reading a book called, and thank you to Kate Newman on this one. For all the other listeners, that's a fantastic human being that I know who is also a bookworm like me. She recommended a, a book called Woman on Fire, which is about 
how, uh, speaking of Nazis, um, how the Nazis stole all the art from, uh, Jewish people or half Jewish people and, uh, then sold it to fund complete evil or kept it, you know, Hitler himself was quite the, uh, the art, the art, uh, snob. And, uh, where was I going with this? Where was, hey, hey, can someone answer me in my empty apartment? Where was I going with this? Uh, but, uh, well, okay, let me just break down the book. How's that? And then maybe the thought will come back. It's about a journalist that is looking in to all the different people that stole this art back in the day. And there's one particular painting called Woman on Fire uh, that they have to find. And there's a bunch of people after it. So it's a little bit like National Treasure uh, with Nicolas Cage. <sighs> Am I really going to do a Nicolas Cage accent or impression? I don't know. Uh, no, I'm not going to do it. Too many glasses of wine. It'll sound stupid. I'll listen to this on the replay back just to make sure that the audio is uh, functioning. And I'll think this is really dumb. But. Man, I had a good point. I just don't know what it is now. God damn it. What was I talking about? Love actually. <laughs> no. Um, fuck. All right, this is going to piss me off. That's it. The rest of the cast is me thinking and you just sitting there for 45 minutes while I think. Uh, Adolf Hitler. Nazis. <laughs> What were we talking? This is why I need guests. You know, this is... You know, I, I shit on Sean earlier in the show. This is why I need Sean. I need him to keep me. He was a great co-host. I don't want to shit on Sean. I still think he's a cool guy. But he just didn't like me or something. He stopped talking to me, and uh, I just don't know why. Uh, and you know what? I'm not going to hold it against him because as Jesus, uh, taught in, in my, in my watching of the latter day saints of, uh, pedophile island, Jesus was forgiving. And so that's what I'm going to be. Sean, I forgive you. Uh, uh, if you're listening, I hope you give me a call. I'm, I have no ill will towards you. And, uh, let's hang out again, dude, because as we can tell on this podcast, I just straight up forget shit that I'm talking about, about Nazis and woman on fire books and, and Kate Newman and, and too many, too many glasses of wine and, and, to, and to be perfectly honest, I forgot where I was going with this as well. So, yeah, let's go ahead and we're at the 38 minute mark here of the, man, I am, I am like, speaking of Kyrie Irving, I'm better than you. Man, what a turnaround in one podcast for me where where I thought where I literally stated I wish Sean lost all <laughs> all of his money in cryptocurrency to then saying, "You know what, dude? Never mind. I hope you got out. I hope you you're still making a lot of money. I hope you're doing well. And uh, you know, I hope you'll hit me up at some point in time or just explain what I did wrong. It, 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 you know, what why Why does someone just stop talking to another human being that you've known for five years? I'll never quite understand it, but as my mom said, 
Son, life, life. You know what, son? She said, "Life is a highway. <laughs> I'm gonna ride it all night long." And I'm like, "I'm pretty sure you stole that." No, she said, "Life is uh is like a train. Some people get on for for a certain amount of stops, and then they get off, and you just have to let them go until they come back." She's a wise woman. Um, she was drunk at the time, so. Uh, okay, so I'm looking. I'm, I did have actually a couple notes, so I'm, and that's all I'm doing right now. Um, what else? What else? What else? Hmm. I think that's it. I think that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, let's go out on a song, and I'm gonna sing it right into the mic, and then and then we'll just fade out into whatever intro song I choose, which will probably be Taylor Swift 22 because I sang it for about 45 minutes. Um, this is a song called, where did I put it? It's not called, (laughs) okay, it's, the song is not called, where did I put it? Although that would be, because I say that all the time. What, what happened to it? Seriously, I'm looking at my nose. Um, what the fuck happened? I should write a song, where did I put it though? Because it's like, you know. It's like, where did I put my keys? Uh, where did I put that book that I was just reading? Where did I put my wine uh, opener? Call the corkscrew, Adam. Where did I put a... Uh... Here we go. Got it. We're going to go out to a lovely song. Uh, it's just called, and it's just entitled um, Beans. And I'm going to do it a cappella with no <clears throat> accompanying uh, instruments or instrumental or uh, even backup uh, singers or dancers, which I usually like to perform with only backup dancers. Um, All right, it's gone. And it's just called Beans. All right, here we go. I was eight and in a play where we made our own instruments. Yeah, me and some kids did percussion. They said we should make some shakers, you know, with cans and paper and then go fill them all up with something. Well, our moms made the shakers and most filled them with beans, but my mom said she filled mine up with fish rocks. Then the bean kids gathered around, asked what was making my sound. I said, well, you were uh, in for a big shock. Said there's aquarium gravel in my shaker. He said, we don't believe you, you faker. So I popped off my top, said, hey, look at these rocks. But when I looked in, all I got was heartbreakers. Cause they were beans, just beans. Yeah, they were beans. Oh, yeah, 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 they were beans. Yeah, they were beans, just beans. Yeah, they were beans. Oh, no, 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 they were beans. I just thought that was a funny song, and uh, and I wanted to sing it for uh, for everybody. I do have a new rap album coming out, uh, probably in like a year. It's gonna be called Fox Lake, and it's gonna be epic. And uh, I'm gonna actually stay away from a little bit of the darkness of Happy Thoughts. So keep an eye out on that. Thank you for listening tonight. I actually really enjoyed it. I might have to keep doing these because I really enjoyed doing that. I know it's all over the place, and so my apologies, but. I, I, I thought it was entertaining at the very least. Don't you agree? I don't know. Talk to Taylor Swift.